Section seventy nine of the Brothers Karamazov by Fyodor Dostoevsky. Translated by Constance Garnett. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Bruce Peary. Book eleven, chapter ten. It was he who said that. Alyosha coming in told Ivan that a little over an hour ago Maria Kondrachevna had run to his rooms and informed him Smerdyakov had taken his own life. I went in to clear away the samovar, and he was hanging on a nail in the wall. On Alyosha's inquiring whether she had informed the police, she answered that she had told no one. But I flew straight to you. I've run all the way she seemed perfectly crazy alyosha reported and was shaking like a leaf when alyosha ran with her to the cottage he found smerdyakov still hanging on the table lay a note i destroy my life of my own will and desire so as to throw no blame on any one alyosha left the note on the table and went straight to the police captain and told him all about it and from him i've come straight to you said alyosha in conclusion looking intently into ivan's face he had not taken his eyes off him while he told his story as though struck by something in his expression brother he cried suddenly you must be terribly ill you look and don't seem to understand what i tell you it's a good thing you came said ivan as though brooding and not hearing alyosha's exclamation i knew he had hanged himself from whom i don't know but i knew did i know yes he told me he told me so just now ivan stood in the middle of the room and still spoke in the same brooding tone looking at the ground who is he asked alyosha involuntarily looking round he slipped away ivan raised his head and smiled softly he was afraid of you of a dove like you you are a pure cherub dmitri calls you a cherub cherub the thunderous rapture of the seraphim what are seraphim perhaps a whole constellation but perhaps that constellation is only a chemical molecule there's a constellation of the lion and the sun don't you know it brother sit down said alyosha in alarm for goodness sake sit down on the sofa you are delirious put your head on the pillow that's right would you like a wet towel on your head perhaps it will do you good give me the towel it's here on the chair i just threw it down there it's not here don't worry yourself i know where it is here said alyosha finding a clean towel folded up and unused by ivan's dressing-table in the other corner of the room ivan looked strangely at the towel recollection seemed to come back to him for an instant stay he got up from the sofa an hour ago i took that new towel from there and wetted it i wrapped it round my head and threw it down here how is it it's dry there was no other you put that towel on your head asked alyosha yes and walked up and down the room an hour ago why have the candles burnt down so what's the time nearly twelve no 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 ivan cried suddenly it was not a dream he was here he was sitting here on that sofa when you knocked at the window i threw a glass at him this one wait a minute 
i was asleep last time but this dream was not a dream it has happened before i have dreams now alyosha yet they are not dreams but reality i walk about talk and see though i am asleep but he was sitting here on that sofa there he is frightfully stupid alyosha frightfully stupid ivan laughed suddenly and began pacing about the room who is stupid of whom are you talking brother alyosha asked anxiously again the devil he's taken to visiting me he's been here twice almost three times he taunted me with being angry at his being a simple devil and not satan with scorched wings in thunder and lightning but he is not satan that's a lie he is an impostor he is simply a devil a paltry trivial devil he goes to the baths if you undressed him you'd be sure to find he had a tail long and smooth like a danish dog's a yard long dun color alyosha you are cold you've been in the snow would you like some tea what is it cold shall i tell her to bring some c'est un pas mettre un chien dehors alyosha ran to the washing-stand wetted the towel persuaded ivan to sit down again and put the wet towel round his head he sat down beside him what were you telling me just now about lise ivan began again he was becoming very talkative i like lise i said something nasty about her it was a lie i like her i am afraid for katya to-morrow i am more afraid of her than of anything on account of the future she will cast me off to-morrow and trample me under foot she thinks that i am ruining mitya from jealousy on her account yes she thinks that but it's not so to-morrow the cross but not the gallows no i shan't hang myself do you know i can never commit suicide alyosha is it because i am base i am not a coward is it from love of life how did i know that smerdyakov had hanged himself yes it was he told me so and you are quite convinced that there has been some one here asked alyosha yes on that sofa in the corner you would have driven him away you did drive him away he disappeared when you arrived i love your face alyosha did you know that i loved your face and he is myself alyosha all that's base in me all that's mean and contemptible yes i am a romantic he guessed it though it's a libel he is frightfully stupid but it's to his advantage he has cunning animal cunning he knew how to infuriate me he kept taunting me with believing in him and that was how he made me listen to him he fooled me like a boy he told me a great deal that was true about myself though i should never have owned it to myself do you know alyosha ivan added in an intensely earnest and confidential tone i should be awfully glad to think that it was he and not i he has worn you out said alyosha looking compassionately at his brother he's been teasing me and you know he does it so cleverly so cleverly conscience what is conscience i make it up for myself why am i tormented by it from habit from the universal habit of mankind for the seven thousand years so let us give it up and we shall be gods 
it was he said that it was he said that and not you not you alyosha could not help crying looking frankly at his brother never mind him anyway have done with him and forget him and let him take with him all that you curse now and never come back yes but he is spiteful he laughed at me he was impudent alyosha ivan said with a shudder of offence but he was unfair to me unfair to me about lots of things he told lies about me to my face oh you are going to perform an act of heroic virtue to confess you murdered your father that the valet murdered him at your instigation brother alyosha interposed restrain yourself it was not you murdered him it's not true that's what he says he and he knows it you are going to perform an act of heroic virtue and you don't believe in virtue that's what tortures you and makes you angry that's why you are so vindictive he said that to me about me and he knows what he says it's you say that not he exclaimed alyosha mournfully and you say it because you are ill and delirious tormenting yourself no he knows what he says you are going from pride he says you'll stand up and say it was i killed him and why do you writhe with horror you are lying i despise your opinion i despise your horror he said that about me and do you know you are longing for their praise he is a criminal a murderer but what a generous soul he wanted to save his brother and he confessed that's a lie alyosha ivan cried suddenly with flashing eyes i don't want the low rabble to praise me i swear i don't that's a lie that's why i threw the glass at him and it broke against his ugly face brother calm yourself stop alyosha entreated him yes he knows how to torment one he's cruel ivan went on unheeding i had an inkling from the first what he came for granting that you go through pride still you had a hope that smerdyakov might be convicted and sent to siberia and mitya would be acquitted while you would only be punished with moral condemnation do you hear he laughed then and some people will praise you but now smerdyakov's dead he has hanged himself and who'll believe you alone but yet you are going you are going you'll go all the same you've decided to go what are you going for now that's awful alyosha i can't endure such questions who dare ask me such questions brother interposed alyosha his heart sank with terror but he still seemed to hope to bring ivan to reason how could he have told you of smerdyakov's death before i came when no one knew of it and there was no time for anyone to know of it he told me said ivan firmly refusing to admit a doubt it was all he did talk about if you come to that and it would be all right if you believed in virtue he said no matter if they disbelieve you you are going for the sake of principle but you are a little pig like fyodor pavlovitch and what do you want with virtue why do you want to go meddling if your sacrifice is of no use to anyone because you don't know yourself why you go oh you'd give a great deal to know yourself why you go 
and can you have made up your mind you've not made up your mind you'll sit all night deliberating whether to go or not but you will go you know you'll go you know that whichever way you decide the decision does not depend on you you'll go because you won't dare not to go why won't you dare you must guess that for yourself that's a riddle for you he got up and went away you came and he went he called me a coward alyosha le mot de l'enigma is that i am a coward it is not for such eagles to soar above the earth it was he added that he and smerdyakov said the same he must be killed katya despises me i've seen that for a month past even lise will begin to despise me you are going in order to be praised that's a brutal lie and you despise me too alyosha now i am going to hate you again and i hate the monster too i hate the monster i don't want to save the monster let him rot in siberia he's begun singing a hymn oh to-morrow i'll go stand before them and spit in their faces he jumped up in a frenzy flung off the towel and fell to pacing up and down the room again alyosha recalled what he had just said i seem to be sleeping awake i walk i speak i see but i am asleep it seemed to be just like that now alyosha did not leave him the thought passed through his mind to run for a doctor but he was afraid to leave his brother alone there was no one to whom he could leave him by degrees ivan lost consciousness completely at last he still went on talking talking incessantly but quite incoherently and even articulated his words with difficulty suddenly he staggered violently but alyosha was in time to support him ivan let him lead him to his bed alyosha undressed him somehow and put him to bed he sat watching over him for another two hours the sick man slept soundly without stirring breathing softly and evenly alyosha took a pillow and lay down on the sofa without undressing as he fell asleep he prayed for mitya and ivan he began to understand ivan's illness the anguish of a proud determination an earnest conscience god in whom he disbelieved and his truth were gaining mastery over his heart which still refused to submit yes the thought floated through alyosha's head as it lay on the pillow yes if smerdyakov is dead no one will believe ivan's evidence but he will go and give it alyosha smiled softly god will conquer he thought he will either rise up in the light of truth or he'll perish in hate revenging on himself and on everyone his having served the cause he does not believe in alyosha added bitterly and again he prayed for ivan End of section 79